0: Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Gladiators podcast and I am super, super, super excited to have uh, not only just a special guest, but a great friend, a great warrior for the cause, uh, Randall, Dr. Randall Sampson here uh, tonight with us as our special guest as we talk about personalized PD. So uh, Randall, you want to introduce yourself to everyone?
1: Hi, everybody. It's, uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be here, and I am 100% the EduGladiator move. Um, it's, a, it's a very common sense approach to, um, to leading and uh, keeping the kids first. So I appreciate the hard work that you're doing with this, and I think it's a great opportunity for um, us as leaders and us as adults to learn and grow with our students.
0: That's awesome, awesome. And Randall, if you'll notice, has on his Ohio State shirt. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun during football season. Go For backs. those of you that listen to you that may not know, I'm an LSU alum, bleed purple and gold. Has nothing to do with Edgy Gladiators colors being purple and gold, mind you. But <laughs> uh, really have fun with Randall during football, and uh, and I love that he loves his school, and um, and I just love that we're connected. Just love that we're connected, and. You know, we'll talk about that connection too throughout the podcast as as we look at um look at personalized PD. But uh before we jump into that, Randall, all right, let's tell some folks about you. We have some folks joining in now. And if you're joining in, please say hi on the YouTube live chat. I'm watching that too. So if you see my eyes dart, I'm looking at the chat questions as well and comments. But Randall, you know, let's start off with just something simple. What compelled you to be an educator?
1: Well, I used to, uh, it goes back to my athletic days when I was in college. So in the summertime, we would, uh, we would work with this uh, a summer camp, sports camp called the National Youth Sports Program, NYSP. And um, it was sponsored by the NCAA. So the goal was to get as many kids in urban settings Um, as active as possible all summer long. So the kids would meet at um, various recreation centers around Columbus and we would all get uh, on the bus with the students in the morning and bus in and everybody would meet at Ohio State at the stadium. And we would use the university's athletic facilities um, to run the kids through various stations and drills and activities from basketball to soccer to lacrosse to swimming, to hockey, to volleyball. And so these children actually had a great opportunity to interact with the elite NCAA athletes. And that's kind of where I got the buzz. That's when I was like, hey, working with kids, this is awesome. This is, you know, this is fun. Um, so it was really great. So that kind of got my interest sparked. And awesome. I really enjoyed watching them grow.
0: So, what did you do? What's your educational background? What's your career background?
1: Yeah, so uh, after I got, you know, that the bug of, of, of working with kids and having fun, I um, graduated from college, and I taught for four years. Um, so as a middle school teacher, seventh grade, and it was absolutely awesome. Um, and from there, I became an administrator. Um, so I was an assistant principal in a suburb of Columbus for about six years. And then uh, I was recruited to go to a KnowledgeWorks Foundation a uh, great group of innovative people and so I worked at Knowledge Works Foundation for about six or seven years and then I decided to start my own uh, organization called Liberty Leadership Development. Uh, so now I work with K-12 schools for um, instructional coaching, um, you know, basically doing some blended learning components as well and then there's also this personalized PD thing that's uh, catching fire and that everybody's excited about.
0: Well, hey, let's jump right into that. So if you're watching right now or if you're listening to the replay of this podcast, we're going to jump right into our subject with Randall, which is personalized PD. Now, Randall, for me, I'm one that will I'm one that will go out and seek whatever it is that I know. I I was never one to just depend on my district to give me, you know, the things that I needed to grow, uh, both as a teacher and then as an administrator. So when I first saw your tweets and, and connected with you and heard about this personalized PD, you were really speaking my love language because I used Twitter uh, as a way to uh, find what I needed to continue to be an advocate uh, for my students and for my teachers. So what does personalized PD really mean?
1: Yeah, you know, personalized PD for me, it's uh, providing teachers with the autonomy to grow as they see fit, um, when I was a teacher, when I was an administrator, um, I would always hear teachers say, "Oh, young man, slow down, just stick around. it'll come back again. So let's just wait it out, right?" And so I thought that was kind of just kind of a jaded approach. to figure out was they were absolutely right. Um, you'd go to the same seminars. Every five years something will change, it'll come back again and so forth and so forth. Nobody ever really asked teachers, what is it that you're doing in the classroom? And provided teachers with the choice to actually experiment in the classroom to do various things. Um, So personalized PD is all about giving teachers the autonomy to figure out what is it that they want to do in their class uh, coupled with what the students want to learn and capturing those precise learning moments using digital technology. So there's a lot of teachers using Twitter in the classroom now. Uh, create a Twitter a classroom Twitter hashtag. And so teachers are now capturing that moment, uh, posting it on Twitter. And once they're done tweeting it, they can storyify it and submit their Storyify uh, magazine for graduate credit. And that's the part that just blows the whole thing up, right? So everybody's excited wow. about that.
0: so so a couple of things you said that really that really um, stood out to me was that, we talk about as as teachers, as leaders, as educators, as edu gladiators, about giving our students voice and choice in their learning. And so uh, with personal personalized PD, what you're saying is that, you know, particularly how you have this set up with Liberty University and your organization, is that you're giving educators, teachers and leaders voice and choice and how they want to learn. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, the, and the big thing about, about teachers having voice and choice, when you truly think about it, teachers have probably the least amount of choice of anybody in a building. So you don't get to choose what classroom you teach in. You don't get to go through student, you know, match sections to say, hey, you know, I just want to teach this group of kids because we match up really well, right? So you don't get that choice. Um, you don't get a choice as to the materials that show up to your door. Um and actually when you even dig deeper, you really don't get a choice when you're hired as to what building you want to work in, right? Because you'll show up for a job interview, um and the principal or HR will say, Hey, you're gonna be our candidate. Do you wanna work here? We'll start the paperwork. No teacher ever says, well, I'm going to take two weeks, I'm going to drive around the district, I'm going to examine all <laughs> of the schools, and then I will let you know which school I want to work at, right? Right. So there's Yeah, there's limited choices for teachers, and I think that we absolutely need to turn that around and provide more choice in the classroom for teachers.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I love that idea, because uh, you're right. I mean, as a former administrator myself, I, I tried to get feedback always from my teachers and, you know, what they, not just what they were certified to teach, but what, what their passion was to teach. But sure, there were times where I just could not do that. You know, I've been given X amount of teachers and I have these many sections that need to be covered. So I love the idea of giving teachers uh, voice and choice. And what I really love, and I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that, is how they can use Twitter to earn graduate credit, or PD credit for, for their work because it takes a lot of time to participate in Twitter chats. I mean, of Gladiators is 30 minutes of fun and it's intense. But just looking at a Saturday morning, I mean, from Sat chat to lead up chat to Sat chest, Sat Chat West Coast to finally EduGladiators, Gladiators, I mean, that's like three and a half hours. And a lot of people that jump into the EduGladiators Gladiators have been a part of at least two of those earlier hour-long chats. So talk a little bit more how teachers and leaders can get credit for participating in the Twitter chat.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's two choices happening right now in school districts. So school districts are, are hearing that teachers want choice. So central offices are providing professional development uh, sessions now uh, where there are breakout sessions where teachers pick which breakout session. So it's almost like a conference workshop or it's called an unconference, right? however these sections were all created by people in central office so the topics the themes they were all created by teachers in central and uh, by folks in central office and then the teachers show up the day of uh, professional development and they have a list of 10 places that they can go so now people are morphing that by saying well they have choice right Um, but that's not true but in twitter You can hop in, like you said, you can go to these various educational sites uh, on Twitter and you can hop in with these various different groups, uh, whether it's SatChat, Chat, uh, Chat, uh, you know, SatChat West Coast, uh, all of these various hashtags, and you truly have a choice. And you can pick and choose what you want to participate in. And the way it works is a teacher can go into a SatChat, contribute their voice and participate, and maybe go into a a lead-up chat, contribute their voice and participate, and then go into uh, uh, Ohio Ed Chat, Mm -hmm. contribute. So all of these uh, participation points that you've made over time, you can go to Storyfy, put in your name from Twitter, pull up all of your tweets, and then drop it into Storyfy, into a digital magazine, Uh, and then you submit those tweets from that digital magazine and you will earn graduate credit. Um, There's another component, obviously, that's involved in that. So you have to do a self-reflection, and that's typically tied to um, the state uh, evaluation systems. Mm -hmm. And that helps teachers because now you're saying, hey, while I'm at it, I'm getting my evaluation uh, component done as well because I'm setting my goals. Um, So it really takes care of a lot of things out there. Um, because my ultimate goal is to give teachers more time to do what they do best, which is with kids, and less administrivia and paperwork and meetings.
0: Absolutely, I know for me, um, as with I know any teacher, any educator knows that the bell might ring at two forty-five or three <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon, but your day is not over at that time, right. and uh, you know like I said, it takes time to be in these chats, but the wealth of knowledge and ideas and encouragement and support that I've received, you know, from participating in the chats, and so many teachers receive that from participating in the chats, a way to just acknowledge that work and that effort and get graduate credit for that are, uh, is it called micro-credentials or uh, macro-credentials? Which one is it? That's correct. So
1: so I have a mastery micro-credential, Uh, Component that goes with it. So, as teachers, uh, once you submit for a graduate credit, and then you can do the exact same thing again um, and submit for another one. And once you reach six graduate credits, you will earn a mastery micro credential. And you can post that. That will actually be attached to you on LinkedIn, on Twitter, Mm -hmm. on Facebook, and all of your social media handles. Um, Because when you think about it, you know, uh, somebody can click. On my name on, on LinkedIn, they can see Randall Sampson, they can see PhD and all the other stuff that comes with it. But when they click on PhD, it really doesn't tell you what I do, right? You can investigate right. my PhD and you can see the, the dissertation, but it doesn't tell you what I do day to day. Uh, so your mini micro credential actually tells people this person did this on their job on a daily basis, and that's why they earn this micro credential. Um, and the same thing, you know, with, with the Twitter component, where if you're feeling stressed for time um, after school to get into Twitter chats, now you can just take your Twitter uh, handle out and tweet from the classroom. So you can capture uh, mm-hmm. all of the theory in action and how you are actually implementing a lot of the stuff that you've learned. And so throughout the day, you can capture those items. Now, once you're done capturing those items, submit it for grad credit and you're done. Now you can go home, you can go to your exercise in class, you can do your yoga, you can catch that latte that you've always wanted to catch, you know, anything that you want, right?
0: Right. <laughs> so so tell me this, Randall, EduGladiators, um, uh, we're continuing to grow and one of our goals is to make sure that we are providing quality, high quality resources for uh, our warriors that are joining the movement, that are helping to usher in this new era of leadership advocacy and engagement for students and for teachers so stage two of this that we're entering right now are webinars and we actually have our first webinar which is scheduled for uh, Monday a week from today at 3 o'clock central time uh, on our website if someone watches that webinar how does that play into earning some of these micro credentials
1: oh that's great that's a great concept Um, so Basically teachers can just log in and, and listen to the webinars and um, most schools have these uh, 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 exercise plans right or exercise committees uh, or wellness committees right and it's always time time is of the essence so teachers could literally get on the elliptical, get on the treadmill, walk the track, be plugged into the earphones, watch the webinar and they can link the webinar to a uh, Pinterest page. So they can mm-hmm. build a Pinterest page, post it on the Pinterest, and put their summary about that webinar and you know the points that they liked and how they will use it. And they'll post about, I think the, the total is about 16 webinars. So once you get the 16 webinars on your Pinterest board, you can submit your Pinterest board for graduate credit.
0: Wow. Okay, teachers, did you hear that? Because Pinterest is like our kryptonite as educators, especially my female teachers. That's like, and educators, that's like kryptonite. I will stay on Pinterest like for hours and not even realize how much time has passed. So Randall, you're saying that we can watch different webinars from various people, whether it's edugladiators or other folks, create a Pinterest page to uh, journey our time watching it and our reflections from that, and we can still receive credit for that
1: absolutely absolutely Um, I've had a uh, I had a principal out of uh, uh, Detroit Michigan Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he was crunched for time um, but he really liked the concept and he does the early morning workouts so he did this process and his process tied into what their um, their building strategic goals were And so he found stuff that matched his strategic goals, and he put it on a Pinterest, and when he was done, he shared his Pinterest board with the staff and told the staff, hey, we're not going to have a staff meeting. Uh, Here's my Pinterest board. You guys can see on your own time what the vision is or what I'm thinking about, and you can add to it, add your voice to it, and create comments about what works and what doesn't work so we can build this thing together. Um, So I thought that was very innovative.
0: That is pretty cool what about Randall um, and we haven't even talked about this because uh, I'm throwing questions because my mind is just like turning right now <laughs> what about for our schools that are Google classrooms Google schools Google classrooms uh, are they able to create a Google page or a Google you know community or, or, or something and, and my folks that are Google certified I'm not Google certified so for those of you that are please jump in in the chat and and, and help me with the terminology if I'm Not saying it correctly, but, uh, Randall, can they create a Google-type something to document their work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I had um, a school district here in central Ohio, uh, Pickerington Local School District, very innovative. Um, There's a a guy by the name of Brian Seymour. Uh, Brian Seymour is one of the the national leaders for innovation with technology. They went one-to-one. And so the entire district, I think they have about 900 teachers or so, Uh, the entire district became Google certified over the summer, over the course of the summer. Um, So he got that all set up. And their thing was, it's not just good enough to get Google certified, uh, we also need to have something that shows what you're going to do Mm -hmm. with your Google certification, right? So how do you start planning for the school year when it comes along? Uh, so one of the things that they, they did was I set up a, uh, a Pinterest page with about 200 uh, Google tools in it. And they could repin any of the 200 or any additional Google pins that they wanted to and create their own Google board and indicate in each component how they're going to use it uh, based on a Google certification. And they submitted their Pinterest board with their Google items in it that's customized for their class by the teacher with the choice based on what they learned in the Google certification. So I thought that was that was wow. fairly innovative. Um, and then I also had some teachers uh, in Columbus City Schools who came up with a, with a great idea. Um, they weren't too comfortable with the social media, which is okay. Um, so they decided just to use uh, Google Slides. Mm. So they posted all their pictures on Google Slides and basically created a book. They created a digital book of their experience and submitted the link to their Google Slides.
0: Hmm. And I thought
1: that was very innovative. So I gave them choice, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it's all about free choice. It's not uh, a choice construed by me where I say you can only do these things. Uh, So it's very open.
0: So tell me this. I mean, I love it, and, and I'm looking at the chat box, and there's some folks commenting in that how, how much they're loving and tweeting in as well, I'm following my Twitter hashtag. How much they're loving this conversation here about personalizing PD. What has been the greatest barrier that you've dealt with in helping districts or helping leaders change their mindset of what professional development looks like for the teachers? And their principles
1: yeah and I think you you hit the nail on the head it's all about mindset right Uh, so that's been really the the biggest barrier Uh, it's not that people don't want to do this kind of work they just didn't realize that it existed Mm. they didn't realize that it was even a possibility Uh, and once I explain it to them in possibility standpoint they're like oh Um, and one person challenged said well, I had to write a five-page reflection paper for my grad credit through a university. And that's fairly robust, right? For for a one-credit class. I said, okay. And so I said, well, let's break down the metric. And based on Twitter, Twitter has a hundred and forty character limitation. And if you do my metric and post 64 tweets with a 140 character limit, we did the math, we did all the metrics, it came out to about four and a half to five pages of writing. Wow. And anybody that's on Twitter knows all the contributions that you make, it adds up over time. Um, and then it becomes even more rich because when Twitter introduced the video component, mm. you know, so video captures everything. Uh, more so than anybody could write in a paper. The emotions, the expressions, the uh, tactile use of devices in a class, the interaction with the kids, the collaboration, uh, the assessment process, everything, it captures it, uh, more so than you could write about in a book. So you could post all of that as well. Uh, and once you get people to start thinking differently, that's when it opens up. And usually I'll send them, the the naysayers, I'll send them that um, that Apple commercial, the Think Different with uh, uh, Robin Williams. You know, yes. So I'll send them that, and then they're just like, "Okay, we really have to think different."
0: Absolutely. Okay, so off topic a little bit uh, because I have all boys. You know that I am like the only. I'm I'm totally outnumbered,
1: and so and and I have all girls. I have all uh, girls, so I'm totally outnumbered too.
0: That's right. So, uh, so. I, I live on uh, I live on superhero movies since the boys were little up until now. Like we go see the latest one, the Marvel, all of that, right? So, yeah. and I'm the youngest of, of brothers. I'm the youngest child, and I have brothers, so I'm completely outnumbered. So superheroes have always been a favorite of mine. Uh, who is your Who is your or who is your favorite superhero, and why? <laughs>
1: Is this, a, um, is this a serious question or can I goof around with this a little bit?
0: Whatever you like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go so non-traditional just because of the time that we grew up in. Uh, I'm going to go with blank man.
0: I have See? never heard of blank man.
1: So non-traditional. Damon Wayans. When he was this... <laughs> superhero in the inner city urban, and it was just hilarious, right? And this was uh, during, you know, our time when we grew up within Living Color. You sure. Um, so that whole genre, right? Yeah. Uh, so from non-traditional, I would say blank man. Um, and then from more of a traditional, uh, I would say just the raspy, dark side of Batman.
0: Mm, my boys love Batman. They love the darkness yeah. of it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah when when uh, the first Batman came out, the movie, right? Um, yeah. Well, the, the remakes with, with Michael Keaton and, and everybody's like, whoa, Batman. Whoa, he's a little bit, you know, darker than we thought it would be. Um, So it was real cool just to see the, the morphing over time.
0: I love that. I love that. Well, we are uh, coming to the end of our time together and... Uh, you know, one more question before you, you uh, share with everyone where, how they can get in contact with you and learn more about, about personalizing PD in this way that we've talked about today. Um, you know, if, if you could change one thing about our current educational system, if you had that magic wand, that Harry Potter wand, what would you change and why?
1: Well, for me, it's, it's all about access. It's all about exposure, Um, so providing as many access points for kids to become great. Uh, That's what it's all about, Uh, so providing more learning opportunities outside of school, Uh, connecting kids to real-life events, Um, creating those public-private business partnerships uh, where the community is is totally connected to the school and the school is totally connected to the community, Uh, where the school is open from 8 to 3 and from 3 to 8. Uh, outside entities come into the school and continue to connect with the with the students. Instead of us sweeping the kids out at three o'clock, we caress and engage with the kids from three until eight with external partners uh, such as the Y, uh, YUSA, YMCA, uh, United Way, uh, some of these outside nonprofit organizations that want to come in and engage with uh, rich, meaningful tools.
0: So, how does having how does uh, having personalized PD for teachers? And educators help, as you said, students uh, go from good to great.
1: Yeah, so one of the components that, uh, that I really think it does is it captures uh, everything that's happening in real time uh, during the learning experience. Uh, everybody knows that great things are happening in classrooms. They happen on a daily basis. They happen hourly, every minute, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody captures it. Nobody tells that story about what's going on, what's happening, uh, how we're engaging with kids, why our kids are so magnificent, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's always the war stories, the bad thing, that one thing that kind of happened. There's 99% of things that are really awesome in schools. Uh, 99% of things that teachers do are really, really awesome. And we have to capture that. We really have to highlight that. Um, I think we focus too much on the 1% of things that we can't do right. Um, But that should be the case. I think we really need to focus on the great things that are happening out there, uh, the positives that uh, teachers bring uh, in the lives of kids.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, tell everyone how they can learn more, how they can get in, how they can connect to you, um, Dr. Randall Sampson.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So you can connect to me on Twitter. And uh, my Twitter handle is Randall Sampson. And that's it. It's at Randall Sampson. That's my Twitter handle. And if you look me up on LinkedIn, it's Randall Sampson. And so basically my handle for any of my social media handles is Randall Sampson. um, Because I always tell teachers, make sure that you are a brand advocate of you. um, Because at the end of the day, you work for your district. You work for your kids. But the kids all remember the teacher they remember the feeling, they remember the engagement, they don't remember the content too much uh, from second grade, but they remember that teacher, the name, right? So your brand is you. Um, And teachers can also go to uh, LibertyLD.com, LibertyLD.com and go to the continuing education uh, tab to see more information on how to uh, sign up for graduate credit. Or you can also go to bit.ly.com uh, backslash capital P, capital P, capital D, underscore one uh, and you can sign up for grad credit uh, there as well. And the greatest thing about this is you can pay for it out of your pocket, which is fine. It's only one hundred sixty nine bucks. but a lot of schools are now using their Title II money out of their, out of their buildings, and it's paying for teachers because it's p d. So they're using Title II money to pay for PD, to pay for the experience, and teachers are loving it, associations are loving it, um, and most importantly, the families of teachers are loving it because they're home more. They have time to actually engage at dinner, right, rather than uh, than uh, go through another class so they can get recertification or go to another conference.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Randall, thank you so much again for uh, joining EduGladiator's podcast tonight. This is our second episode, so, uh, you know, more to come on Gladiators. Uh, you know, with our podcast, and if you are not following our channel, subscribe to our EduGladiators YouTube channel. We are on Twitter, EduGladiators is our handle, EduGladiators with an S. We also have an amazing website, www. You guessed it edugladiators.com and you can see a replay of this very podcast. It'll be loaded a little bit later this evening. You can see it straight from our website or you can follow our YouTube channel. And this Saturday, because our Edgy Gladiators chat is each Saturday at 1030 uh, Central Times, 1030 a.m. Central, 1130 a.m. Eastern. But this Saturday, we're going to take off to celebrate with our our friends and our family for Thanksgiving, and on Monday on the 28th is a a very fun day. I'll be leading our first EduGladiators webinar, and it's free, so make sure you go to our EduGladiators uh, website under Professional Development and sign up for that. We're gonna be talking about Conferencing 2.0, student-led conferences, and then that evening, we're gonna have a special podcast, a special edition uh, we're gonna have, uh, I'll be in the conversation along with one of one of our warriors, Sean Thum. He uh, and I will talk about defining sanctuaries and we're gonna talk about the impact that the presidential election has had on our schools and how we can move forward and move through that. So definitely don't wanna miss a special edition podcast next Monday night, same time, 8.30 Central, 8.30 p.m. Central. And then earlier that day at three o'clock central, we'll have a free webinar uh, from EduGladiators and connect with Randall so you can get credit, start getting credit for watching the webinars, for watching uh, this podcast, for participating in Gladiators chat and, and the many others that you might participate in as well. And more importantly, have an amazing Thanksgiving, have an amazing week, enjoy your time off with your family Uh, and with your friends. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Randall.
1: Thank you.